Welcome to the Underground, where each week Brad and Court talk, sneak their way up and down the corporate ladder of sci-fi's futuristic series, Incorporated. Brought to you by PurePandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to the Underground. We are your sanctuary from the chaos of the Red Zones and the cold-blooded corporate intrigue of the Green Zone. Hey, guys. Hey, how's everybody doing? Don't jump. Just saying. He did more of falling than well, jumping. Well, true. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. Just don't and do it. And it didn't look like he did it that far, but don't do it in front of your kid, right? Is that what you were going to yeah, say? Yeah. Don't do it in front of your kid. Just just that, don't that do sucks. it. Just don't do yeah. it. it. It hurts. Don't do it. Yeah. But before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody out there to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at JinDev. He's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow Pure Fandom as well on Twitter. Check out Fear Fandom on Facebook just to let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing and reading about. Most definitely. So this week's episode was kind of cray-cray. I liked it, though. Yes, very much so. A lot of backstory going on in this episode. I, I kind of like that part. Oh, I appreciated that part. All right. So this week we had episode two, Downsizing. It was written by Ted Humphrey and Molly Nossbaum. Okay. Sound about right? Yeah. And we'll post the name of the director for you as well. So the pressure's on for, oh, just a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. During this episode and actually throughout the season, we'll be interchangeably Talking about the protagonist, we'll call him either Ben or Aaron because apparently that is his name or was his name or both his names. And he may have a third name. We just don't know it yet. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So the pressure is on for Ben, Chad and Laura this week as they all deal with the fallout from Ben's setting up his boss, Chad. Also, we get more about Ben's connection to Elena or Aaron's connection to Elena. Theo makes some moves of his own and his mission to survive and find his sister. And basically just a lot of stuff happened. A lot of good stuff. Right. Julian is scary. Elizabeth oh, may be scarier. Yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, so we start out the episode, we get this flashback to the past. I really Yeah, but that. it wasn't as far back as I would have thought. Like, I thought the fall of civilization would have taken a little bit longer, but it seems like it's been maybe less than three decades. Right. And if you go to the sci-fi.com slash incorporated, look at the history of the future on there, you can kind of get an idea what's going on. I like the fact that his father was going, you know, basically telling him what happened, Ben or, well, Aaron at that point in time, how things used to be different. And he had a lot of guilt going on there for playing his own role in the Downsfall Society. Yeah, it's crazy because it's just like, what was it, in the 20s they had Black Monday? Right. Where all the, I guess it was a huge stock market crash and then people were just jumping off buildings. Yeah, because they were losing everything and they were just like, I'm done, checking out. Yeah, but this was worse. Uh, Most of the world was destroyed and of course the insurance people, they were like, I'm not covering that. That's not an act of God. That's an act of man. Well, that's where they got the, and this is in the history too that we found out, where insurance used to be able to well, insurance does cover acts of God. So if your home is, you're in a flood zone and you get flooded and you have flood insurance, your coverage or earthquake or tornado or anything like that. 
what the insurance companies did at one point in time is they got all of that taken off the books. So acts of God were no longer covered on insurance. So if your house flooded, you're just out of luck. That stinks. And that kind of shows up what happens with Aaron's dad is he's kind of guilt ridden about that whole entire thing. Yeah. Well, I guess in everything else along with it, I just wish he would have been a little stronger. Granted, we wouldn't have Ben or Aaron as he is now. Right. I guess he's, he was stronger for it because he certainly survived with his little grift and I guess meeting. I thought that was Elena's father. So that's not Elena's father. No, it's not. Okay. It was interesting. See, that was the, he, that's kind of who he's, he knows now. Um, right, because last week, last week when we saw him and they were meeting by the bench, and he was talking about how he was still looking for her. Like I could, I thought that maybe he had helped Ben or Aaron infiltrate the corporation to find her, because I, th- I thought that was his daughter. But no, nope. you know, I kind of got that idea too when we were watching it. But no, they just—he's known him since, you know, back in the camps. Yeah, and she told him to be careful. He's going to use you. And that's probably what's going on now. But Ben is also, you know going up the ladder to find her. Oh yeah. And I think Ben has surpassed him like by a lot. That dude just wanted a comfortable life and Ben has his mission as we know. Well, I I love the fact that Ben had, you know, as the child Ben, child Aaron, he had the VR glasses that he reversed engineered to scan eye retinas so he could get free food. That was really cool. I mean, that was nice as he's playing the help a blind kid out. (laughs) And here he comes up there and throws a quarter at him and he catches it. You know, I know and, you're not And blind. so Aaron meets Elena. And yeah, and he meets Elena. And for some reason, I thought that when she, I guess, got sponsored by the aunt, I thought they were going to bring him too. But it makes sense that they wouldn't. Right. Well, you can only probably bring so many people that you can. Right. You know, another mouth of feeding. They don't know him, so. Right. I like that part. It was, you know, it's good to see how the refugees were being treat and everything and having the refugee camp at an airport made perfect sense it's a large stock of land and no one's flying anywhere exactly so you can have like little apartments inside the airplanes oh yeah yeah there's a lot of room in there you don't so it's not the best conditions no it's not not the worst conditions not the best conditions because even in the refugee camp they knew about the red zone Mm -hmm. how you know he said when he's talking to elena how the red zone isn't the best place to go to, but I th- would think anything would be better than a refugee camp at this point in time. Yeah. Cause at that point you can stretch out and do what you need to do to try to make a living. Right. Survive. As we see with Theo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we also find out that things are not going well down in the quiet room. No, it's not really a quiet room either. No, <laughs> I think it's the quiet room. So no one can hear you scream. Yeah. Yeah, Julian is really good at his job. Like, Elizabeth should just let him do his work. Right. Yeah, and the whole security is on lockdown. He's like, just let me do what I need to do so I can find out what they were doing, and I might have to interrogate interrogate your uh, son-in-law, too. He's like, well, well mm-hmm. okay, maybe. Yeah. I liked how when Laura's out running with her mm-hmm. personal VR coach, which was kind of interesting. That's cool. She sees that Sam's family is getting uh, exiled. And okay. she's talking to her, their housekeeper, uh, Rachel, who used to work for another family who got exiled or mm-hmm. fired from the corporation, mm-hmm. and only to find out that they have accidents. Because, you know, when you have your uh, non-disclosure agreement activated, it 
tends to wipe your memory, apparently. Well, yeah, it wipes your memory, but I don't even know if that happened with the other family that she knew about that first family because they just disappeared. I'm pretty sure that they all ended up dead. And the only reason the NDA was activated this time is because Laura interfered. I mean, they still lost their kids. Her kids are still staying in the green zone and they're not exactly. being, going out to the red zone. Now, what's yeah. going to happen to her is a totally different story. We have no idea where she's going to be carted off to. Right. And she has no idea where Chad is. He doesn't even have an idea of who he is anymore. Right. Because he's lost. We see him at the end of it just get dumped out onto the street, and that's it. Done. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to see him again. I wonder if there's a way to reverse the effects. And if there is, I'm pretty sure that Ben, if he he, if he has the right tech, he can make it work. But why would Chad want to help him after that? <laughs> I don't think there's a way to reverse it. I think as soon as, you're, as, soon as you've uh, had it activated, you're done. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that sucks. I, I really like that actor. He's oh, been I, in a lot. I do too, but I just think he's totally... Your mind's wiped. You're done. There's no moving on from there. Yeah. Because that would make sense to me because you, you don't want to have those memories out there in the world so that somebody else can steal them. Another corporation can steal those, everything that they were trying to protect. Yeah. And it's really funny that she went ahead and approved the NDA before Julian could get exactly what he needed because he wasn't buying anything. He is already on to Ben. Oh, no. But Laura actually blackmailed her mother with a child. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's right there. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think I can bring a child into this world. Are you blackmailing me? No. <laughs> like, like that was the move your mother would make. She's proud. Yeah. She was happy about that. And as soon as she found out that Ben was going to be questioned, things, you know, that's how she was going, too. She, she knew things were up. Mm-hmm. And, but it could only be bad for her, right? Yeah, Because you got to look at the fact that if Ben's going up and they're going to scrutinize him and find out something wrong, then that could affect Laura as well. Exactly. And that, that part came up. I love when she was having the conversation with Elizabeth, when Elizabeth was having a conversation with Ben, Ben, and she was like, okay, well, if you're going to get into the race for this, you know that I'm not the only person that's going to be picking them and you're going to be heavily scrutinized. So if there's something that you have to hide, you need to drop out. Like, she knows. Like, she already knows something is fishy with this dude. But I guess not that extent. Right. But she also doesn't want to come into scrutiny either. Because, you know, they're a family thing. It's It could go, what does she know? Right. And now, actually, Julius can pull that up. She goes, I had information that I needed to talk to Ben about or to find out from Chad, you know, why he authorized the Whistler. I come down, and next thing I know... Old Chad there is getting his mind wiped. What's up with that? How, however, Julius is uh, Julian is employed by her, but you know where's that lie at? I don't know, but it's it's not over because we know that Ben left some tech hiding under the desk, and initially when that guy came to get Julian, I thought they found that tech. Oh yeah, I definitely thought they found a tech on that. But instead, they found we have a name for your little your machine from before. It's called the Whisperer. Yes, I or is it, it Whistler? I thought it Whistler? was Whistler. It's Whistler. Yeah, that's what I thought. Whistler, Whisper, whatever. One no, it's, it's Whistler. And yeah, we we find out later Roger's the one who sold it there because he saw Ben put it underneath there. Yeah, which makes me wonder what's going to go from there. You know, because Rogers, all kinds of blackmail. He's he's going for the same job. Oh yeah. And he knows something's up because after talking with Ben and Ben going, uh, yeah, don't you remember Chad wanted to go get drinks there, right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to Chad real quick. Julian said that somebody saw Ben and Chad going into the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, that's enough to really pull the, the curtain down on them and make a take a look and see what's happening. So who was it that saw them going into the bathroom? That's the question. The only thing that saved them, though, was the fact that the other uh, company guys were there. So, Yeah, but then, like, Ben is really quick on his feet. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. And the Zaggy guys were there, too. <laughs> right. Real. Yeah, that was his turning back to to hide the, the tech after he got called upstairs. Yeah. But even when they pulled out the uh, Whistler thing, he was like, well, that's not what I thought it was. But, hey, I got an answer for you anyhow. Yeah. You know. Like, he, he covers his butt, which is great. And there's no, yeah, he no wavering, just straight out. I got a lie for you. Let's go with it. Which would be really bad if they ever fix that uh, invention that they were talking about in the first episode that decodes your dreams to see if you're lying or not. That would be bad for him. And he'll just take a pill to make sure he never dreams. That, well, there's that. That'll probably work. <laughs> uh, so we got through those guys. Laura, you know, did kind of save the the woman's children and all that. Yeah. But we also have Theo on the other side of the wall. He is having an interesting time. I I had to love the fact that he brings home the fast food <laughs> now with 10% real beef. I don't even want to know what the other 90% is. <laughs> I don't even want to speculate what the other 90% could be. I don't know. Because here in 2016, we are already suspicious about what that could be. Now we know. Well, they talk about the synthetic meat that they make. I'm guessing that's probably what it is. Because mm-hmm. we 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 had the real baking conversation last week. Yeah, so, and then we saw a real steak this well, week. Or actually a couple of real steaks later. Right. And Theo had a chance to move with the big leagues. and but he's also putting himself in line for a chance to see his sister is what I gathered out of that. That's where oh, he was kind of going sure. to look if for. he gets fights in the green zone, he could hook up to wherever she's, um, she's, uh, she has what she's a sex slave, right? Right. So wherever they have her, like he could potentially cross paths with her, with her. Oh, exactly. So he but could, then what happens? Yeah. What's he going to do? Oh, hi sis. Bye. Oh, I got to beat up this guy over here. Sorry. <laughs> I think he's he's working on his own plan. Yeah, which is good because he, he doesn't really trust Ben Aaron at this point. He thinks that um, he's comfortable with his new life and he's kind of lost his way. Well, he doesn't know what Ben's doing because he's in the red zone. I mean, they got to survive there. He's doing what he has to. Yeah. Different world. Meanwhile, Ben and Laura are getting happy in the uh, car at the end there. They had long days. They did. They didn't have a steering wheel in the way either, so that kind of helps. Well, remember, uh, the car drives itself, so it works out. Right. That's what I'm saying. No <laughs> steering wheel. It was a lot easier. Didn't get all cramped up in there. <laughs> so Theo uh, is going up against Saeed. And oh, that dude man, was huge. Dude was big. I liked him. I was like, nice guy. Me too. He had a really good sense of humor. I was like, Theo, you can learn a lot from this dude, and he, st- he shared his take with you. I love that be, part. Be friends. After they were talking in the apartment about, you know, never seeing a real steak, Saeed's like, you ever had beef before? <laughs> it's like, no, and you're, you know, hands it over. Saeed's like, you know, cutting the steak. And 
Theo, never seeing a steak before, goes the hands-on approach and just starts chewing down on it. I loved it. Yeah, no knives, no forks, hands-on. Yep, hands-on approach. Nom, Clearly, nom, he's nom. never eaten a steak before. Well, it, why would he? Ten percent real beef. There you go. Yeah. And I don't even know if you can trust that ten percent. I like the fact that he picked the steak up and walked away with it. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of curious about that. He was just going, hmm, I'm just going to take this for later. And eat <laughs> Gnaw it all on it for a shot. while. No, yeah, I'm sure he did. Actually, we kind of do find out later that he really gnawed down that bone. But during the fight, Saeed's just like knocking him out, taking mood-enhancing drugs. Of course. The, well, the guy shoves the bong through or whatever it was. Yeah, is that... I guess that's legal in the fight. There's no referee so good, right? Mm, yeah. No rules. No rules. Hardcore. Hardcore. And then the T-bone stake comes into play again. Mm-hmm. With Theo knocking him on the head with the T-bone stake. Uh, and that's kind of messed up, though. Yeah. Defeated, defeated by your own stake. Yeah, you, the stake took you out. From the look that he got from Terrence, it became clear that Theo was not supposed to win that round. I kind of got that from the beginning. Like, I don't understand why Theo wasn't getting that he wasn't supposed to win. Right, well, exactly. Like, didn't you have an idea that it was fixed, especially after something that um, Saeed was saying when he gave him the stake? Your, your turn will be next. Right. Well, maybe somebody should have told him that previously. This is true. <laughs> like, that may have helped Saeed in the end. Just, you know, clear him into it a little bit. Just say, by the way, dude, you're uh, you're not winning this. This is kind of fixed. You just need to take a beating. It'll be good. Here, have a steak. Yeah, but I still don't think he would have gone along with it because he's so intent on fighting Elena. Oh, that I was a good fight, though. It was like, a good fight. I just fight. feel really bad for Saeed. <laughs> that ended poorly all the way around. Now that Saeed has lost a match... It appears that Terrence wasn't really happy with him and kind of clubs him in the head a little bit with the uh, trophy that he won a while back. Looks like they were starting up a new championship fighting round or something like that. Yeah, and actually, it really kind of sucked that that happened to him. Like, it, Again, the fight was supposed to be fixed, and it was supposed to be Saeed, and apparently there was a scout who was watching, a, a scout for the, uh, the Green Zone mm-hmm. arenas. And so, like, he had a plan. Saeed was his, was his dude, and then Saeed lost to little Theo, right. <laughs> like David and Goliath. Exactly. So he's like, uh, yeah, you're done, and you're our guy now. But I, I wonder why he had to kill him. Like, why can't he just, like, be defeated? Like, Saeed didn't look pissed off. I, I would say because now that he's lost, he's just he's of no use to him. He can't go any farther. This is probably a guy who was, like, undefeated or not undefeated, but who had made a... Um, reputation of you know beating down people, but, yeah, but now, why kill him? Because uh, honestly, I think because Terrence was pissed off. Okay, <laughs> and that's yeah. and you couldn't hurt Theo, and that was it. Well, you can't hurt Theo. Theo won. Now they got the eyes on Theo. Now he can build Theo up and try to get this thing opening up because they're all trying to get to the green zone to write their own ticket, which is what Saeed pretty much would have gotten. Okay. I'm, I'm down with that. And that's kind of what we're looking for, so we'll have to see. I don't know. Yeah. So, for this week, who would you say came out on top? Top dog. Theo. 
I think Theo and uh, the other corporate dude who now has evidence against Ben. Oh, Roger. Yeah. Yeah. Theo and Roger. Definitely. Roger really didn't put much into it. He was a very observant. Strategy. Strategy is everything. Yeah. And was able to get the tech. He's going to use that somewhere. Chad definitely did not come out on top. Yeah. I think he got the worst of the entire. Well, no, 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 no. Mrs. Peterson got the worst of the entire deal. She lost her home and she had to sign over her kids. And we don't know what's going to happen with her. I think she'll get turned out to the red zone too. She still gets exiled. What does she do? What was her job? Did she have a job? She probably, um, I'm not sure what her job was, but so it that, doesn't matter. Like she was a part of that family. Well, that's so my she'll question. She'll be exiled. So the mm-hmm. house went with the job. So if you get the promotion, you get the bigger house. Yeah. So if she's like, we have Ben and Laura, Laura's a doctor, Ben works for the company. If Ben gets fired from the company, what happens to Laura? She is still employed by another company or is she employed by the same company as a doctor? Probably. And I don't think anything would happen to her. Like, look at who her mother is. True. You have to look at who the the genetic family or whatever. Well, I just wondered if Chad's wife actually worked for the company also. Does she get fired as a result? I don't, I don't think she worked. At the, um, she may have been like a, a housewife. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. They didn't really say. Right. We know she wasn't a doctor. Right. Yeah. So, she, she but did, yeah, she just got turned out. She is the loser for this week. That's for sure. Yes, she is. But I'm still going with Theo. He got stakes out of the deal. He did. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm worried about Leo, uh, Theo, though, because he got steaks out of deal and he doesn't know how to cook a steak. <laughs> hey, that's not how you cook steak? <laughs> well, you never... Is he going to overcook it? Is he undercook it? Or is it like, oh, man. He wants that thing blood red. Hey. Medium rare. Way to go. Nom, nom, <laughs> nom. And then uh, neighbors are going to smell it and there's going to be a whole riot going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, give me some of that. They won't even know what they're smelling. There's that. Well, I can't wait till next week's episode, that's for sure, to find out what happens now. Oh, yeah. You got anything else on this one? No, I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season. It's it's interesting. Very interesting. Very. So, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of our other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts from Van Helsing and 12 Monkeys and other shows. There are a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Like Brad said, check out the site and be sure to check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing and reading about. Also, to continue on with conversation for Incorporated, make sure to visit Facebook and search for the fan group we have there for you. It's Incorporated on Sci-Fi Fan Group. And if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. Until next time, remember... Think really hard before you sign that NDA. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.